Good morning, and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is Saturday in the 34th week in Ordinary Time, and the celebrant of today's Mass is Father Salvo, the rector of St. Patrick's Cathedral. He will be offering this Mass for the repose of the soul of Caitlin Reynolds. Please stand. Let us sing together the first verse of the entrance hymn, which can be found in the Blue St. Michael's Hymnal, number 481, Come Christians Join to Sing, number 481. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, Lord God, that we, your servants, may rejoice in unfailing health of mind and body, and through the glorious intercession of Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, we, may we be set free from present sorrow and come to enjoy eternal happiness through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. I, Daniel, found my spirit anguished within its covering of flesh, and I was terrified by the visions of my mind. I approached one of those present and asked him what all this meant in truth. In answer, he made known to me the meaning of the things. These four great beasts stand for four kingdoms which shall arise on the earth, but the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingship to possess it forever and ever. But I wished to make certain about the fourth beast, so very terrible and different from the others, devouring and crushing with its iron teeth and bronze claws and trampling with its feet what was left, about the ten horns on its head and the other one that sprang up before which three horns fell, about the horn with the eyes and the mouth that spoke arrogantly which appeared greater than its fellows. 
For as I watched, that horn made war against the holy ones and was victorious until the ancient one arrived. Judgment was pronounced in favor of the holy ones of the Most High, and the time came when the holy ones possessed the kingdom. He answered me thus, the fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, different from all the others. It shall devour the whole earth, beat it down, and crush it. The ten horns shall be ten kings rising out of that kingdom. Another shall rise up after them, different from those before him, who shall lay low three kings. He shall speak against the Most High and oppress the Holy Ones of the Most High, thinking to change the feast days and the law. They shall be handed over to him for a year, two years, and a half year. But when the court is convened and his power is taken away by final and absolute destruction, then the kingship and dominion and majesty of all kingdoms under the heavens shall be given to the holy people of the Most High, whose kingdom shall be everlasting. All dominions shall serve and obey him. The word of the Lord. The responsorial psalm, give glory and eternal praise to him. Give glory and eternal praise to him. You sons of men, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Give glory and eternal praise to him. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Give glory and eternal praise to him. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Give glory and eternal praise to him. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Give glory and eternal praise to him. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Give glory and eternal praise to him. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Give glory and eternal praise to him. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, and that day catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. 
Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. This Mass, these Saturday morning Masses celebrated throughout the world, are the last Masses of this liturgical year, of this liturgical calendar, because this Sunday, beginning tonight with the Vigil Masses, Advent begins, and a, a new liturgical year and a new season will begin in, in this time of preparation of the coming of Christ in, in, in amongst us in his birth in Bethlehem. And we will notice, though, that in the same way that we have been reading and meditating the Gospels in these last few weeks with things that had to do with the end of things and the end of the world as we know it, including our own, our own death or, or the second coming and everything that has to do with what's called the last things, in Advent, we will be uh, revisiting these same gospel passages as well because it's also a time to prepare our hearts to the coming of our Lord in Christmas. So let's think about today, which is when we are about to begin this Advent season, and, and think about how we want to live our Advent season this year in the sense of being prepared for the coming of Christ this Christmas. And even though Advent is not like Lent, a, a fully penitential uh, season, it's still a time in which we want to focus with very much so uh, to prepare our hearts and, and to be purified and to be more open to the Holy Spirit to, to, to welcome our Lord on Christmas Day. And therefore, it's, it's good for us to, to think about how our Decembers, how this season usually looks for us. Because for some of us, it might be a time of extra festivities, it might be a time of a lot of busyness, it might be a, lot, a, a time of a lot of travel and shopping and all that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's a beautiful thing, the celebration of, of, of our coming of our Lord, and, and it's, it's something to rejoice about. But we do not want to get to the extreme, though, as Jesus is saying here, of letting our hearts become drowsy by carousing. Others, some others of us, might have actually a difficult time, and it happens to, to a good number of people during the Christmas season. It might be a time of nostalgia. It might be a time of feeling loneliness. It might be a time of missing loved ones. And it might be a, a time that's actually difficult. But again, Jesus is telling us, do not let our hearts become drowsy over the anxieties of life. Therefore, however the exterior of this season is going to look for us, we must know, we, we, must, we should want to prepare our hearts for what really matters, is to welcome the king of love to be born in our hearts. Therefore, it might be a good idea then to, to use the formula of Lent that we use, which is prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, which we don't have to do as 
fully as, um, as we want to, of course, as we do in Lent, but, but we should still meditate on that because we, we should say, what am, what am I going to do this Advent season? How is my prayer life going to look? Should I, can I pray more? Can I spend more time amongst the busyness of the season in prayer? Can, which can, is there an Advent devotional? Is there spiritual reading during this time that will help me prepare? Fasting, is there a way for us, to, is there things that we can purify? Is there ways to, to avoid getting too caught up in everything that happens during this time if we know the way we are or our patterns of every December? And what can we do to, to actually give something up for our Lord? And then, of course, almsgiving. It's, of course, it will be a time of gift giving and so on. But let's think of, about the poor, but not only the, the poor uh, materially, those that are lonely, those that might not have anyone to, to celebrate. And, and, and let's make efforts to be, to, to be persons that will uh, make this time that's coming a more special and beautiful time for everyone. And so we want to be that preparation. So on this day, as, as we begin Advent, this Sunday, let us think, what is our Lord calling us to? What do I need to do to cooperate with God's grace so that on Christmas Day, we welcome him, him fully without anything uh, making our hearts and our minds drowsy, but instead to be fully uh, alive and present to welcome him into our hearts. God bless you. And now, let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for church leaders who encourage and lead us in the work of evangelization. Let us pray to the Lord. For world leaders, may God grant them courage to build their nations in the image of his kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who experience discord in their families or relationships, may God's bountiful love heal any division. Let us pray to the Lord. For all of us gathered in this holy place and, and united together in so many places here in this holy mass, may the Holy Spirit help us in remaining vigilant and prayerful at all times. Let us pray to the Lord. For the souls of the faithful departed, especially for the soul of Caitlin, may they be blessed to stand before the Son of Man in his heavenly glory. Let us pray to the Lord. Loving God, it is right and just that we offer you glory and praise in your goodness. Please hear these prayers we offer through Christ our Lord.
pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, we ask, the prayers of your people with the sacrificial offerings that through the intercession of Blessed Mary, the mother of your son, no petition may go unanswered, no request be made in vain, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation to praise your mighty deeds in the exaltation of all the saints, and especially as we celebrate the memory of the Blessed Virgin Mary to proclaim your kindness as we echo her th thankful hymn of praise. For truly, even to earth's ends, you have done great things and extended your abundant mercy from age to age, when you looked upon the lowliness of your handmaid, you gave us through her the author of our salvation, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it, 
for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints, who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, to said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Our communion hymn is number 672, O Lord, I am not worthy, number 672.
Let us pray. As we receive this heavenly sacrament, we beseech, O Lord, your mercy, that we who rejoice in commemorating the Blessed Virgin Mary may, by imitating her, serve worthily the mysteries of our redemption through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. And let us ask our Blessed Mother that she may help us to prepare this Advent season in cooperating with grace so that we may be ready to welcome Jesus in Christmas. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And how beautiful day, everyone. We go forth singing number 749. Sing praise to God who reigns above. Number 749.